Football Friday is presented by Mountainland Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. Time now for Hot Takes or Toast, brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Question of the day, what are the chances that by Sunday, Utah is 1-0 in Pac-12 play, and a couple of 4-0 teams are lined up to meet next week in Logan? Sweep, 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 sweep. Does it happen? S. Quirrells at Squirreling Around says, I think the chances are high. Warrior Hunt says, I hope it happens. I hope it happens too. Not everyone does because some people hate their rivals, but I'm with you, PK. <laughs> Winning is good for business. Come on. The Cougars, I'm having a hard time visualizing how they're going to mess this up. It just sounds like USF's got a lot of issues, one and two coming across the country with a freshman quarterback and running back by committee and a defense that could be overwhelmed here. It seems like a lot of stuff would have to go wrong for BYU to mess this game up. A lot. And it can because you turn the ball over four times, you can lose a lot of games. So there's always a chance, but it just seems really unlikely. I would agree with that, yes. Uh uh, Romney has proved capable. I mean, I want Romney to have some more resume than keep going back to a Boise win two years ago. And I'm pretty sure Romney wants to have more than that on his resume. I mean, that's nice, but you want more than that. And this reminds me a little bit of you know, Jerry Sloan used to say this all the time. You know, you're for the guys, you know, the statues and all, and, and those guys were all set. But the other guys who were down the bench a little bit, you know, you're playing not for just us. You're playing to stay in the league and the other 29 teams. I'm sure you remember him saying that. And I don't know what's going to happen with Baylor Romney, but my thought is you put some more stuff on tape, and I understand his wife's got some uh, schooling she's doing and is going to get close to being uh, over. And who's to say maybe, you know, he's not. I'm sure he's not thinking of that right now. It's all about uh, leading his team to a victory now. But have some other stuff on your resume, and if you should want to go some other places, there might be some other teams that would be programs that would be certainly interested in you. But he's probably thinking, I'm sure I wouldn't think he's thinking about that, Uh, and I'm probably getting ahead of myself. But the point is he wants to have more good experiences at BYU than just beating Boise a couple of years ago. That was nice and all, uh, but go forward here to see what he can do now with this opportunity. And who knows, man? Stranger things have happened, you know. Uh, there's a guy, I think, I can't remember his name, in New England got a chance because Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Uh, what's that guy's, guy's name? Escapes me. What's that guy's name? Uh, he was on the Brady Bunch, but I forget which kid he was. I don't remember. And I have, at one time, I had a very close personal relationship. Who was the oldest Brady boy? I can't think of his name. I know his name is Greg. Williams and Greg, okay, yeah. I know you were a big Brady Bunch guy. Uh, so... I'm not saying that he's going to be the next Tom Brady, but this is an opportunity to go out there and play. And, and yeah, you got to be excited for that. So Cougars should win and win handily uh, and continue. Because, you know, they're trying to make a move. Uh, in, in a sense, Utah's already made a move. But let's see what the Cougars rise up the rankings even more. And then, yeah, if I'm a BYU fan, I absolutely want Utah State to beat Boise. There's no question about it. Because then if we beat them next week, that just elevates our program even more. That would be my line of thinking. Before we move on to the other schools and the possibility of a sweep, 
Utah, uh, BYU is a 23-point favorite before we get to the Utes and to Utah State. Yach's got some BYU tickets to give away. Call him right now at 855-340-ZONE. Caller number 12 at 855-340-ZONE wins tickets to see BYU and USF tomorrow night. 855-340-ZONE. We'll give away Aggie tickets in the next segment. We will give away U tickets one hour from now. And then Scotty and Hans and the Big Show will have more tickets later today as well. So for the Utes, not quite the overwhelming favorite that BYU is. 15-point favorite over Washington State, not 23. And we don't have as much confidence in them because we've seen them struggle. But... We've also seen Washington State play twice. i got to admit, I did not watch their Big Sky game with, uh, with Portland State. Uh, but watched USC and obviously watched the Utah State game. For all the issues the Utes have, Washington State's got them too. I just don't know how Washington State's going to score on the Utah defense. I thought the Utah defense has been playing better. Second half of the BYU game was not pretty. But they played better. And Washington State's got issues. They have been struggling to score. I expect the Utes are going to defend them pretty well. And I don't think it's going to take more than, what, 20, 24 points to win this game? Too low? You're already, you're already squeamish. I've gone too well, low. And, well, and I have gone too low for Vegas. They got the over-under at uh, 53. So uh, what are they thinking? What is that, like basically a 34-20 game, essentially? That's what they're thinking. Yeah, not sure who's going to be their quarterback. Delore's been hurt. Is it the Cooper kid going to finally get a shot to start? Or they go with the Tennessee transfer, who has some moxie about him, too. We've seen that. And so I'm sure they know who they're, what they're thinking. And Rolovich is an offensive guy. So I, I'm going to so give the them a little bit of So you've got to get to 28 a, to win the game. I would think so, yeah. I'm going to give them a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Uh, there, um, you know, Utah's defense. Uh, not really sure how good they are yet. They're just too many new guys finding their way. Uh, the potential's there. There's no doubt about it. Well, as good as they looked against San Diego State, the fool's goal there is that San Diego State's going to run the ball. And you know what? You don't have to make them one-dimensional. Well, they're playing with a backup quarterback, too. Right. They choose to be one-dimensional, so you didn't really make them be one-dimensional. So there's that. You know, if you want to go the, the defense, it was a, a little fool's goal. It wasn't really a true test. Season-ending injury up front. Arguably the best defensive lineman that they've got. They've got some younger guys on the outside that are still developing themselves. There's a lot of, uh, I think for Utah's defense, there's better days ahead. Not that they're necessarily bad right now. It's just that there's a lot of youth there and let these guys grow up a little bit uh, defensively. How good can they be in the meantime as they continue to get better? That's up front and in the backfield. The linebackers with Sewell and Lloyd, that's another story. You know, they're, Lloyd's all over the field. He just, he's just a classic linebacker in today's game for sure. So I'm talking about up front and then behind them in the secondary. There's so many, so many new guys. The Pututau guys, they, I mean, they've established themselves up front too. So uh, it's still, you know, big injury there. How's he going to play out? And, I, and, I, and I'm giving Rolovich a little bit of the benefit of the doubt going forward. Uh, so to think that, you know, maybe they should – put some points on. They did early, and then they got shut out. So, 
Oh, geez. How do we know what's going on there? So it's going to be interesting to see, that's for sure. Well, BYU's favored by 23, and Utah's favored by 15. So when you start talking about wins there, it's certainly not a stretch. The Vegas money is firmly in the Ute and Cougar corners. Then the question comes, well, Utah State, they've stunned us twice. Have they got, a, have they got another upset going? And uh, the Jazzy Ute says, I think Utah and BYU win, but I'm skeptical USU does. Meanwhile, Mario, who tweets at us all the time, says, Utah State ain't beating Boise. A Jash fan, Joshy says, zero, zero percent chance that all three teams win. So there is plenty of doubt. Zero, huh? There is plenty of doubt that the Aggies can do it again. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's zero. No, no. I can, there's no way I can go zero doubt. I don't know. I can't. I, I mean, I know I can't go zero doubt. What I don't know is what percentage I can go. I, I, it's, it's just hard for me to, to ask the offense to put up forty nine again to win. Now, uh, Air Force has got that tricky offense, and you know you're in and out one week. You prepare for it, and then see you again next year. So there's hardly any carryover defensively. Uh, it did bother me that their quarterback, what was his name, Daniels, is setting personal records in the first quarter practically. That's not good because Bachmeyer, I believe, is a real talent. Uh, and that Shakir kid on the uh, outside for Boise is a big-time talent. So a little nervous there, but maybe that was somewhat of a fluke because you're expecting all these uh, – runs and these yeah, all the stuff that you gear for and then they throw your curveballs and start throwing the ball around well if Boise starts throwing the ball around it's not a curveball it's it's a fastball <laughs> coming right at you so that's on you to, to defend it but you know I like to think that it, for me this gorgeous time of year I woke up I, I really feel assignment sound this morning I think I've been able to hit all the stuff that I need so uh, we know when they play the option. It's about assignment sound football. And how come you never hear that the rest of the time? So it's not you don't have to be assignment sound when you play Boise? What's going on there? You're a football guy. I never put my hand in the dirt because I would dirty my fingernails. Why would I want to do that? You already told us you played football as a freshman at Thunderbird High. I said I was on the team. But you didn't put your hand in the dirt. So you <laughs> one time in practice. Like, what's the... What were you doing, laying over in the high jump pit? <laughs> No, I will never man. forget going out for basketball and seeing kids laying in the high jump pit thinking, boy, it's tough to be on the track team. We're on the basketball team and we run more than those clowns. He's laying oh, in the should. high jump pit flirting with the babes. Come on. Uh, yeah, my freshman basketball experience was some of the worst of my life with a guy who uh, just got done playing four years for Frank Cush and got <laughs> cut by the Bears in training camp. I mean, he was coaching freshman basketball and he made Frank Cush look like Mr. Rogers. And so, <laughs> dude, he was a psycho, man. Chucking the ball at me. Cut a kid's hair in the locker room before the game because he said it was too long. He told him to get a cut, and he didn't. How about that? Imagine that going on today. Oh, that would be right out on social media. <laughs> Does he think he's BYU? <laughs> and I told you that time we go out to the track and we're supposed to run uh, four 440s. And we did it in two groups, and my, my group was first. And I thought that meant we were running a mile and a half. And I start going, and I'm, like, falling. The other guys are looking like Secretariat going around the turn compared <laughs> to me. 
<laughs> and he comes sprinting out, getting in my face that I was dogging it. And I'm like, Coach, I can't sprint a mile and a half. And then he realized that I misunderstood that we're supposed to sprint six 440s and then take a take a time out and let the other group go, then we would go. <laughs> oh, I'm running a bunch of 440s? Not just running a mile and a half? Yeah, I thought, I just, in my mind, six 440s, that just registered, okay, we got, we need to run a mile and a half. Now, if I'm running six laps around this thing, I'm pacing myself. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You've never heard of Usain Bolt, but I'm not going to be him. <laughs> yeah, I am not Jeremy Warner out here. <laughs> yeah, I know, there's no way I'll drop dead, man. i got to run, if I'm sprinting a mile and a half... <laughs> Who sprints a mile and a half? Olympians. Olympians (laughs) sprint a mile and a half. (laughs) I'm 14 years old here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hot. And fortunately, that one time he calmed down and he realized that I just misunderstood. So he gave me a pass. Uh, So, yeah, I don't think I was ever in better shape in my life than I was for 14 years old, man, on that basketball team with that wacko uh, doing it. And I remember one time I popped off to him and he chased me and he chucked the ball at me as if we were playing dodgeball, skipped and hit my legs. So, But it made me a tougher man, that's for sure. Man, it's you a good know. thing there's no social media for this dude. And ever since then, I have been a Frank Cush disciple, and we haven't had the days at ASU that we had back then. And let me tell you, I was talking to somebody yesterday, that program really is in a mess, and they're going to need to clean house for sure the way what I've been hearing. So... But nevertheless, uh, going forward here, I don't know how we got on the, the track. We got random. Here, so here's the deal with Utah State. Do you trust what you've seen in two games this year with the new coaching staff? Or do you doubt Boise State because they have a new coaching staff and they've lost two winnable games and they get in a close game? You know, their confidence after blowing a 21-point lead at UCF and not being able to score a single point in the second half against Oklahoma State, is that going to bounce up and get them? Because there are a lot of people who are tweeting at us now and they're going on 20 years of Boise State dominates Utah State. The Aggies have beaten them one time. Now, they haven't played every time, but they probably played 15 of the 20 years. They briefly weren't in the same league. But mostly they've been, they've been playing. And it's just the Broncos win. And one time in 2015, the Aggies got them. Now, the Broncos haven't lost to anybody in the division since Wyoming and Air Force got them in 2016. So this is a game that, on the surface, you just default to Boise State. And that works for you 90-plus percent of the time. You hate it when I do that, when I pick games based on program strength. But in college football, because people have... Widely different, uh, you know, budgets and facilities and traditions. It actually works a big percentage of the time. Yeah, but I don't think this time it does. That's the point. Is this different? That this offense is now, it took, uh, I don't know what, it took three quarters to figure it out. But over the last nine quarters, this offense has looked brilliant. And are they capable of going out and outscoring a Boise State team that aside from, I don't know, the first 15 or 20 minutes of that UCF game, the offense has been kind of, eh, okay. Uh, Yeah, the competition has been pretty good, too. Yeah, it has. So, you know, to me, the, the problem I have is if you're asking the offense to score 45 or more, that is a big time ask. Because you have to have a lot of big plays. Now, the Aggies have had a lot of big plays. There's no question. You know, not, they, they had enough plays, obviously, against Washington State. 
but North Dakota, they had a ton of big plays. The Air Force is hard to keep up, as I said Monday to Blake Anderson. Geez, thanks, man, because your games have been a whole lot of fun to watch. He didn't appreciate it because he'd prefer <laughs> it not to be like that, and I get that. But for me, I just want entertainment, and I got it watching them for sure, especially last week. It's just that I, I, it's hard for me to think that at the same time because you can say that the Boise didn't score in the second half. Okay, fine. But how about defensively in the second half too? They locked, o- good. They locked Oklahoma State up. And, yeah. And I, here's the thing. This goes back to the whole Charlie Brewer-Baylor thing. I know from watching Oklahoma State football, they throw the ball around and they score a lot of points. But they're doing it in the Big 12, and lots of teams do it in the Big 12. So was that really that good by the Boise State defense? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can go back and forth forever on this after only two games or three games. Yeah, but when you mix in the money game, it's two. I don't think the money games tell as much about either team. Uh, okay, fine. That's why. Yeah, yeah. So it really when, is two. When games. we get to it's when we get to November, a lot yeah. of these questions have been answered. Well, and Kyle said that at his press conference after Week One, he says it's, you know, you want an answer after Week One, and we want to prove a lot to Week Two, but until you're four or five games in, it's hard to know. And he knows because his whole career and every coach their whole career they've been trying to you know break down teams trends and tendencies and they've been fooled week two three and four they all have at some point it's impossible not to be for sure but the good thing is is that right now when the Aggies take the field tomorrow morning they believe they're really good they do maybe in (laughs) 10 games they'll still think they'll have even more evidence but if it should slip away well it hasn't slipped away yet and so they're coming off a great win. There's just no other da- no other way to say it. They're coming off two great wins. You know, they expected to beat the other team. But they're coming off two great wins, a conference rival and a Pac-12 team on the road. So they believe that they're really good. Anderson is a new guy. It's a new day. So many different players on the program, in the program playing who weren't there last year. So the point is they've got a ton of confidence. And if they're not as good, they don't know it yet. Ride with Tyler. And this is a BYU fan because he's got a Cougar on a Big 12 logo and it's blue. And he says, <laughs> 5% chance Utah State beats Boise State. Why would I, they say that? Because <laughs> they've, well, if you're a BYU fan, you've done pretty well against Utah State. I mean, there was a blip there mid-decade, but you seem to be regaining the upper hand. And, man, Boise State's been a terror until the last two years. And we won the last two. Yeah, but it's 5% chance? No. That seems low. Like, and, I would, think, I would you think you should be picking. You want them to win. 30 is the number I've settled on. Don't you want them to win and set up uh, two It's a little bit of a wash. Next? No, it's, it's not. It's it a little bit of a wash because you play them both. But I get your point that the Boise State game, the Broncos are going to come in with at least two losses. So if you want yeah, the big splash. That's down the road. Let's worry about right now. If you want the big splash, then you need Utah State to win. But because both teams are on your schedule... Ultimately, no. I don't know that it's going to matter that much. No, 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 no. Because a win over Boise is always valuable. A win over Utah State isn't as uh. nearly as valuable unless they're 4-0. and If you beat Boise, you're always going to get 
Wow, that's a nice win because of all those things that you just said about Boise. So I disagree is, on that line of thinking. The problem is it's a new coach. They've already lost two games. doesn't if you, matter. If Utah State beats them and BYU beats them, that's four losses. And Boise State might not be done losing. This might be a 7-5 or 6-16. Six so then why not want Utah State to win? Because that could be one of your better wins. That just proves the point even more. But I think they've already got their better wins because if they're going to have a big year, they got five Pac-12 teams. they got a Big 12 and an ACC team. And they that's don't have their really, better wins. That's what's you, really BYU gonna, has their better wins right now? That's good. No, no way. Arizona sucks beyond belief. Historically sucks. I just told you the Devils are a mess, and so they got a nice win against Utah. They, they, and the Utah's 1-2 and two right now. So that, But the, the storyline will be they beat now. all these Power 5 teams. They, but it, their best win isn't yet to come. Their best win is to come. That's my point. Whether it comes yeah. or not... That's the point I'm making. I don't know that. But their best win this year on this year's schedule, it's to come. It has not been accomplished just yet. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Stay with us. We're giving away Aggie tickets next. We just gave away the Cougar tickets. You got a winner, Yak. And go ahead. Jessica was our winner. All right, Jessica, congrats. She gets the Cougar tickets. We give away the Aggie tickets in the next segment. The U tickets at 930. Wash, rinse, repeat with Scotty and Hands later today and with the big show this afternoon. They have more tickets to give away to college football this weekend as well. Stay with us.